Hey everyone, it's Adam Healthman from Hire It Done. Welcome to my podcast, Contractor Therapy. Today's podcast brought to you by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. If you ever have a mortgage issue or you want to have a mortgage checkup or just get the best rates and the best service in town, check out Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Um, today we have a really good podcast uh, that I want to talk about, and I'm going to call it the pros and cons of smart homes. Now, a lot of people here have heard of smart home technology, home automation. There's a thousand things you can talk about on it, but I'm going to keep it simple and keep it easy for you today. Well, we're just going to talk about the pros and cons, what's good and what's bad. Joining me on the podcast today is Paul Sarah. Hey, what's up, Adam? How you doing, Paul? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm awesome. Have you, you know what smart home stuff is, right? You've heard of it. Yeah. So, you know, when I was a contractor, let's just say in the 90s, Home automation was the word smart home, right? But it was very archaic. You know, you had certain plugs. Do you know, let me change the subject really quick, Paul, since we're on this great topic. Okay. You know what the first smart home device ever was? The microwave? No. No? I don't know. The clapper. Oh. (laughs) Clap on, clap off, the clapper. Think about that. That was the first home automation device. Plug the plug the light into the plug with the the device and then when you clapped it felt and heard the noise and it would trigger that is literally the first home automation device so where have we come from there the clappers from the 80s 70s even so here we are 30 40 80 20 40 years later whoa we're talking a long time how come smart home technology hasn't evolved well it has it's the user adoption that's really caused caused everyone some headaches because people are a little fearful of of home automation. They don't know like Big Brother, this and that. So, what's made things change? Well, I'm going to tell you what's made things change in the past three to four to five years, and it's been one device. Do you know what that is? Uh, no. The Ring doorbell. Okay. So think about the Ring doorbell. Who would ever thought? In fact, the Shark Tank show. The guy who invented the Ring doorbell went there, and they turned him down. They're like, "That's a stupid idea." Meanwhile, the guy sold it for a billion dollars to Amazon uh, recently. So that just shows you, you, nobody has a crystal ball. Nobody knows the future. But think about it. When we were little, someone would ring our doorbell. What would we do? We would run to the door. Someone's here. Oh, my God, we have a guest. Someone's at the house. Yay. Today, someone comes to your house and rings your doorbell. You're like, holy shit. Who's here? What's going on? Why? Is someone at our door ringing a doorbell? You know, because now canvassing's legal. Knock, knock, knock. Hi, Mrs. Homeowner. My name is XYZ so-and-so, and I'm with Mr. Roofing Company, and we're in the neighborhood, and we're giving roofs and a discount. Can I give you a quote on a roof? Most people feel intruded on. They get mad. With the ring doorbell, he rings the doorbell. Ding, ding, ding. And it goes right to your phone. And on your phone, you can actually see who's at the door. Mm-hmm. So you don't even have to get up. You can say, hey, sorry, uh, what can I help you with? No, I'm not interested. You don't even have to have that face-to-face interface, which a lot of people are like, oh, okay. Maybe that's the better way to go. So that took off and it exploded. Now the Ring Doorbell has Ring communities. So if your Ring Doorbell is always on and it's recording, you've seen on the news and you've seen on YouTube, Package thieves. Mm-hmm. The ring doorbells or the video doorbell, whatever you want to call it, has been catching people. So all of a sudden there's a new interest in the ring doorbell. Does that make sense? 
Absolutely, yeah. You see that all the time, people getting caught trying to steal packages on the news. Right. So that goes to one of the pros. The pro of, of automation in under smart home, ring doorbell falls under that, is security. You can now see who's at the door. If it's an axe murderer, guy with a big baseball bat, or a guy with a hoodie, and you can't tell who he is, you don't have to you don't have to answer, but you can you can talk and say, Excuse me, this is being recorded. I don't know who you are, please show your face. And all from the comfort of your couch or your right. bed or wherever. Right. And you can also, it's recorded. So there's a lot to it. And if your neighbor's house gets robbed, your ring doorbell might be helpful in um, solving a case, believe it or not. So the ring doorbell has really given a boost lately to uh, home automation. So the pros and cons of that are, um, let's just go through the pros right now of smart home automation. Okay. Uh, energy savings. Google Home, Apple Home, Alexa. All of those products are smart home products. But one of the good things about it is, we always say on the Higher It Done radio show, uh, when you leave your house, your thermostat should not be heating the house to a temperature that you're used to. It should be heating it less so that you save energy. With smart home technology, whether you use an app or the Nest thermostat or anything like that, that automatically will help you um, save energy. So the energy savings is there. The other thing is, is if you leave lights on, you left. I have one of the things that I have is I hate leaving my garage open. So I always freak out if I have my garage open. And now with automation, you can go on your phone. You can click on your garage door app and it'll tell you if it's open or closed. And if it's open, you can close it. If I'm in bed at night and I said, oh, I don't want to get out of bed and shut the garage. I forgot if I did. I can check on my phone and I can close or open my garage. Those are conveniences, and that's a, a pro or a, a, an advantage of a smart home. So what else is there? Automation. You can set up, and here's the advanced part of uh, smart home stuff. You can set up automation, and automation is a series of events. So in the morning, when I get up in the morning, and I'm an early riser, I'm up at 4.15, and I want to do a couple things. I want to go to the bathroom, brush my teeth, have coffee, take a shower, get dressed, or go to the gym, right? Mm -hmm. So automation is you can set up a series of events. At 4.15, I can have my coffee maker turn on. I can have the floors in my bathroom heated turn on. Um, and I can have Alexa or anybody, Google Home, any of them, read me my text messages, tell me the weather, any of those items that I want automatically. And then... As um, I get, go from the bathroom to the kitchen, I can have it so the lights automatically turn on, knowing that at 4.20, I'll be going into the kitchen, or 4.30 in the morning, and then my kitchen lights are already on waiting for me. And then at 5 a.m., they turn off automatically. So that's automation. That's in, in its best. So again, convenience, making life feel better, doing things like that are kind of cool. It doesn't wear off, but it does save time and money. When I'm looking for a new home, I imagine myself in every space. I want to know the house fits me. But there's more to it than that. Getting a mortgage is a necessary part of the home buying process for many. But it doesn't have to be a hassle. Rocket Mortgage gives you the tools you need to understand all your options and purchase with certainty. 
With Rocket Mortgage, you'll have the tools, information, and expert help you need to understand all your home loan options. They'll work at your pace and on your schedule. With industry-leading technology, Rocket Mortgage not only offers 24-7 access to your loan info, but also tools, information, and expertise to help your offer compete in a crowded market. If you have any questions now or along the way, their online home buyer's guide has tons of great info to help you move forward confidently so when you need a mortgage lender that fits your life, Rocket can. Get started online at rocketmortgage.com forward slash contractor therapy. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, nmlsconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Now, did they have it, because you obviously would know more than me, did they have it where you can, like, work your oven from your phone? Yes. You can, there's you can, so like, much. start preheating your oven when you're on the way home from yep. work? Your oven could be preheated. You actually have, it, the oven, you, have, you could actually, in the morning, put your roast, everything in the ingredients in the oven, and then the oven will start it at a certain time, knowing when you're coming home. So you can come home and have a roast ready to go from starting in the morning. Little things like that. They even have it now where, you're te- where you're, you're for refrigerator. When you're putting milk in the refrigerator, when you're putting eggs, butter, anything with an expiration date, there's a scanner. Like when you scan at the checkout, you know, the self-scanner, mm-hmm. you're, uh, you're, you're, refrigerator has a scanner and it'll scan each item and as you pull it in and out it'll know that you're using it so when you want to do a, a grocery list it knows what's in your sh- in your uh in your gross in, it knows what's in your refrigerator so you could actually hit a button on your refrigerator it'll email you the list it'll tell you where if your milk is low it'll tell you if you need more eggs butter it'll get all that and it'll create your list for you so when you go to sh- when you go shopping to kroger or wherever you can have your list now the new automation, which is next next technology, is it'll automatically email the list to Kroger. And you can have Kroger deliver. You could have them have it waiting for you and pick it up. Or you can just go to your store. Some people still like to do the, I want to get a shopping cart and I want to drive through this. I want to, you know, walk up the alley house. So that's automation at its finest. Yeah. So if you think about that, and those are great items. Now, what do you need to make automation work? What are the bare necessities for making automation work? Real, literally? The basic that I recommend homeowners have is a smartphone, at least. You must have Wi-Fi at your house because Wi-Fi in this, it allows all the devices to communicate. With Wi-Fi, you have um, your camera system runs through Wi-Fi, your thermostat runs through Wi-Fi, your garage door opener runs through Wi-Fi, the heated floor, and all the Alexa items or the Google Home or Apple Home all those items run through Wi-Fi. So you need a solid Wi-Fi. Those are, that's the basics. And so once you have that, you can start slowly. And most home automations crawl before you walk. I mean, we have it now where you can turn your sprinklers on. If it's raining outside and your sprinklers are set to work, it will, it'll automatically not turn on knowing that there's rain. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, you know, a rain sensor. So now what other, what other benefits are there? Well, in the home improvement field, which home automation falls under, guess what else we have? We have uh, uh, a water hockey puck that goes on the floor in your basement that communicates with the shutoff valve on your main water supply. And if you have water, broken pipe, if you have the washing machine overflowing or whatever in your basement, this puck has a moisture meter. Once the moisture hits it, it sends a signal to the water meter and it turns the water off immediately. The other thing is, is they have new water meters where 
The water meter learns that every morning you have a, a lot of water use because of the showers. Every Saturday and Sunday you're doing laundry. So it knows during the month when you have peak. So if all of a sudden, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, there's a huge use of water, that could signal, water leak could signal a broken pipe. It'll automatically turn the water off to prevent a huge flood in your house. And then it'll also text message you alerts that'll say water alert, water, high uses of water at your address at this time. And you can be like, oh, that's me. Click. You can respond by saying stop and it'll stop the water. Or you can respond saying, no, it's okay. It'll let the water continue. So if you think about that, Paul, that's where the money gets saved. And now insurance companies that insure homes will give you a discount if you have these items because these items will pay for themselves a hundred times over just by saving yourself from one flood. So that's a heck of a savings, don't you think? Absolutely. Now, I know you're a guy that really loves technology and you have some of it in your own house. What's your favorite, like, smart home tech? That's a good one. Um, so I have a couple of favorites. I have the, the Ring doorbell and uh, I love it. I like, I'm a voyeur. <laughs> <laughs> So I like to watch and do things. And every time I have the movement set on a little bit too sensitive because every time something moves in front of it, squirrels, my cat or whatever, it um, signals me. Uh, I have the uh, Nest thermostat. So I know what the temperature of the house is and I can adjust it at all times, which I love. I have the uh, garage door opener sensor, which tells me the garage is open or closed. Um, but... Literally, that's about it, to be honest with you. Um, I do have a smart TV. I'm not a big TV watcher. I read a lot. But I've recently got addicted to watching YouTube videos. During the COVID mm -hmm. crisis, I sat home and watched YouTube videos. So I have it where I can search on my phone and then send the link from my phone to my TV, and it'll play the YouTube video on my TV. Well, that's cool. Right. So I use my phone as a remote. And I still have the remotes around the house, but I use my phone as a remote. I love it. So that's about it. But I do. I want to become a smart home. Now, I do have a toilet called the Kohler Numi. It's its own device. It flushes. It wipes your ass. It heats the seat. It blows <laughs> air on your feet when you're sitting on it. It has a built-in stereo. Um, it is the greatest toilet ever made to mankind got speakers i play music um in fact i play flight of the bumblebee when i uh when i use it when i sit on it long enough i have a whole <laughs> playlist i play it's the best but again smart home technology is going better now if people are afraid of big brother that's an issue but i want to be honest with you if you do it properly and you have the right technology you can cut your energy bills in half by allowing the smart home to analyze your usage and make suggestions. Now they're at the point where they already do that, but now they can do it where they can automatically save you money by just taking over. And a lot of people are like, I don't want people to know, you know, high energy use at night or whatever. But it can turn your, it can say, all right, your house is insulated enough where we can turn the heat off for four hours straight. And then the temperature will drop enough in four hours where we have to turn the heat back on and then to maintain a lower temperature. Because if you're using no energy, that's the best thing. Right? Yeah. And with solar today, and the solar now is being used to charge batteries, and then your house uses the batteries to go on, there's a ton of ways 
to make it work. So automation's at the very, I say it's at the, the very beginning still before it becomes so automatic that people need it. Now let's talk about for a second the cons or the what's negative about smart home. Well, I got to, you would think it would be like the cost maybe. Well, I'll tell you what it, I'll give you, I'll give you, cost has come down, believe it or not, but I'll give you the main example. Before smart home was popular and it's just gaining popularity now, homeowners had a TV, they had a VCR, maybe a DVD player, maybe a cassette player, maybe a stereo, right? Each one had its own remote. Yeah. So then all of a sudden you get a universal remote, they call it, right? Or a smart remote, where all the remotes worked off of one. I could tell you right now that 90% of the people that had those remotes, 90% didn't know how to use them completely. And it was frustrating, so they, they ended up not using them. You understand, Paul, you're a young guy. You're in your 30s. Yes. I'm in my 50s. People older than us, they don't want to use all that technology. They get frustrated. It causes anxiety. Yeah. The young kids can whip through it. My kid was on an f- iPad. You know, he's 20 years old now, but he was on an iPad early, blowing through everything. My parents can't turn the TV on. So if you think about it, that's the anxiety of smart home. So what's helping it is the voice technology. Originally, voice control was no good. Now voice has gotten to the point where with, with Alexa, Xfinity remotes, you can talk into it and it'll say, you know, put on ABC, watch Fox News, watch CNN. You know, uh, I want to watch a comedy and all the comedies. So now voice is allowing people to do it, but you still have a learning curve. So the learning curve is the biggest con negative for smart homes. You understand that? Yeah. Here's the other thing. Compatibility between products. We need to have like a universal, like... In America, the plugs are 110. We need a universal language for smart home technology so that every one of them works together. Plug and play is what we call it. If you don't have the compatibility, then it becomes a headache. And that's still to be dissolved. The cost is coming down on a lot of items, but when you put a lot of items, it adds up. So it's not ever cheap. So you've got that. And then the other thing is, is if the Wi-Fi goes down, does your whole system go down? Yes. It still has redundancy, so you can use them manually, but that's a problem. Now, what about all the software updates? That's a big one. You know what I mean? Software updates uh, make the apps work. But then when you have an update and then it crashes everything else, how do you know what to do? It becomes a nightmare. It creates anxiety. And then you're like, I don't even want to do this anymore. So updates, software updating is a big one. It's got to be odd, too, when you're, like, at work and, like, I don't want to go home right now. My house is updating. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, you know, and again, certain times update. You can schedule the updates It's while you're sleeping. Of course, your alarm, and that's the other thing. You can set your alarm on your phone to go off at, you know, 5 a.m., and then you can have the lights slowly go from dim to bright. Part of waking up. You know, there's things you can do. You can have music playing in the bathroom. That'll get you that, you know, some people love music in the morning. I don't like music, but you get right the right amount of music. You're having a great time. Yeah. And so it can create all kinds of things, but there's compatibility issues. So it's complicated software updates, the cost, the learning curve. Those are items that you have. Now at Higher Time, we have smart home guys. And I always say to them, I want you to simplify what you do. And I call doing it the right way is it's like a remote that anyone can use. If you come up with something that simple, 
then I'll, I'll give you business. And the guys are, oh, I could do that. It's easy. It's this, it's that. To this day, they're, they're getting a lot better. Give me, don't get me wrong. But I suggest for anyone who wants to do smart home stuff, do it like this. Buy one or two devices. Maybe a thermostat. Maybe an automatic light. Maybe a ring doorbell. Try it out. You might get addicted to it. And then slowly build it up to the full thing. Right, and then add things. Because coming soon, you're going to be getting apartments. You're going to be getting a house. You're going to be buying a condo that has smart home technology, automatic. And just like a utility coming in with electrical and plumbing, internet is going to be, one, it's going to be considered a utility where every house has a pipeline coming in for internet. Because internet is, is huge, and that's what drives the world. So you got to have that. You know, and the energy savings benefits alone are, are worth it to do it. So I suggest everyone try one time. Get, go online, find something that's smart home. Get a ring doorbell or a video doorbell. Get a thermostat that changes. Maybe get an automatic light. Just start with that. Do the install or hire a pro and figure it out and go that route. When I'm looking for a new home, I imagine myself in every space. I want to know the house fits me. But there's more to it than that. Getting a mortgage is a necessary part of the home buying process for many. But it doesn't have to be a hassle. Rocket Mortgage gives you the tools you need to understand all your options and purchase with certainty. With Rocket Mortgage, you'll have the tools, information, and expert help you need to understand all your home loan options. They'll work at your pace and on your schedule. With industry-leading technology, Rocket Mortgage not only offers 24-7 access to your loan info, but also tools, information, and expertise to help your offer compete in a crowded market. If you have any questions now or along the way, their online home buyer's guide has tons of great info to help you move forward confidently so when you need a mortgage lender that fits your life, Rocket can. Get started online at rocketmortgage.com forward slash contractor therapy. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, nmlsconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. And maybe when they're installing it, have them like explain everything that you, how you could use it the best and, you know. Of course, yeah. So that, you, so that you're learning about each thing as it goes, so that as it gets bigger and bigger, you already know about everything you before you've already had done. And that's and that's that's really good. So like Nest thermostats, now they have Nest cameras, right? And they have a Nest doorbell, right? So there's a suite of brands that Nest has now for your home. So if you like the product, you can stick with it. Ring has the Ring uh, circle of security. They have now lights, uh, lights that go on the outside of your house, floodlights that are very bright, and in the center of the floodlight is a camera. Motion activated. So now you can have what they call the rings, uh, circle of security or something like that, mm -hmm. where you can have a, uh, if you have a dark corner of your house, put the ring doorbell or ring security camera in the back corner there, put one in the front and have your ring doorbell and they have an app so you can see all of them. So again, that's the thing, but the compatibility of each one is important. You need to understand that. Um, and you know, there's so much, we just scratch the surface. There's lighting controls, which is, you know, automation on the lighting. There's heating controls. There's uh, oven kitchen. The whole smart kitchen is a big one. I just put a faucet in for my father who's handicapped. And he can only move one, one arm. So the other arm, he can turn the faucet on. But I have it, this new Kohler faucet where he just waves his hand, the working hand under the faucet, and the water comes out. And there's a light in the, in the water at the, at, the, at the piece, red and blue. So when the light's on red, it says it's hot water. So he knows. He can move his hand underneath the water 
between the water and the spout, and he can put it under there and then raise his hand up. And then it, when he raises it up, the water gets hotter. When he raises his hand lower, the water gets cooler, and the light brightens up with red or lowers, become more blue for the light. That's smart home automation. So he doesn't burn himself, and he can have that. So there's so much technology out there today that can do that, and it gets overwhelming. So my suggestion for everyone out there is be simple. Buy one or two devices. Try it. And if you like it, it could be a hobby. Next month, I'm going to add the thermostat. The month after, I'm going to automate my outdoor lights. Then I'm going to put my indoor lights. Little things like that. Does that make sense, Paul? Absolutely. It makes perfect sense because that way you're also learning about each thing as it goes, and it's not everything installed at once, and now you're overwhelmed trying to learn about everything. Exactly. Makes perfect sense. Well, I want to thank everyone for tuning in today. Um, If you like hearing about smart homes and you want to hear more home improvement advice, please hit the subscribe button. You can get our podcast, Contractor Therapy, at any podcast hosting company. Radio.com is where we're hosted. So click the subscribe button below, but you can always get it at the Apple um, Podcast Store or the Google Play Store. And uh, tune in next week. We have more uh, home improvement advice plus some great stories for you on Contractor Therapy. Thanks for tuning in.